Welcome to the Recession Proof Real Estate Investing Podcast. Join your host, Sam Newell, as he educates you on how to make profitable, low-risk real estate investments that will cash flow through any economy. Hear interviews with the top real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the country to find out what they've learned and implemented since the 2008 recession. With over 10 years in real estate investing, it has become Sam's goal to help others invest for double-digit returns, but to also stay safe and not get caught in the next downturn. Tune in and become recession-proof. All right, Mike, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. How's it going? Uh, having a great year, actually, and uh, not adjusted our goals down, but actually adjusted them up thanks to Corona. We've gained market share, and we're excited about the opportunity ahead of us this year. Awesome. Wow. So you've gained market share. Is that because you're prospecting while everyone else is is at home watching Netflix or what? You got it. Uh, we did not miss, I say we, my team worked from home. I worked from the office. We did not miss one day of our schedule through the entire coronavirus uh, lockdown. Fortunately, we're considered essential service. I set a goal to gain market share during the corona thing, however long it lasts. And we've gone from 4% market share in our core market to over 6% during the the corona issue. Wow. That's awesome, man. Good for you. I I love that attitude. I mean, that's the reason I want to have, you know, people like you on the show is your attitude and your approach is phenomenal. I love it. I love it. So you went from 4% to 6%. Um, For our listeners, you're in Cape Coral which is just south of Tampa. Mike Dart is a superstar uh, real estate agent and has been for years and years. So that's why I've been excited to interview you. And and for our listeners, that is huge. I mean, to really gain market share during a pandemic, during a shutdown, that's that's really, really cool, man. So tell us a little bit about your day, what you do every day, and, and how you've become this superstar, high-producing real estate agent. Yeah, thanks, Sam. 32 years in the business, 20-plus years, Mike Ferry. So, you know, you like a typical Mike Ferry agent, you know, we are in the office uh, every day, 7.30, you know, jumping on the phones quarter to 8, prospect till noon. Then I take a, a, I take a little bit of a longer lunch, but I take care of a lot of personal things during that time, uh, about an hour and a half lunch. I'm back at 1.30 knock out my admin stuff I need to do, like uh, market analysis and calling sellers for price reductions. And then I'm either back on appointments or back on the phones prospecting. I've changed my schedule a little bit during the coronavirus to actually kick off at five. I used to work till 637 typically, mm-hmm. but I actually, one of the things I'm going to keep from the corona virus lessons learned is unless it's the signatures involved, I'm done at five o'clock. Awesome. I love it. That's, that's neat, man. So, and I think that's important. I mean, you're married, your kids are are grown. So tell me what you're going to be doing though for that extra two hours, because I think that's important. You know, you need time for yourself and, and if you can be efficient enough, I think that's great. Well, my wife Capri's in the business with us too. So mm-hmm. that that time right now is being invested in our relationship. We're just, you know, we have a something we made a tradition called couch time. We literally just, you know, 
we just make it a point to block out the distractions for it's supposed to be 20 minutes it's going on usually more than an hour now that we just you know talk about our day talk about our goals and you know what are we doing we have we have a section of our couch time we call it great loop news and great loop is a a boating adventure that we are both planning to go on in about five years and it's going to be funded by cash flow so so that you know so whenever we have my wife and i talk about our 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 goals and great loop news it is always about income property and what are we doing with the, the properties we have what are we doing to get more and i should also share with you my schedule is four days a week it's uh, monday through thursday and friday uh, is a think big day for me that is a day i just I, I try to keep real estate down to a minimum unless again if there's signature involved, I'm there. Otherwise I am working on investment property. Awesome. I love it. Couch time. So you guys, I mean, most people here here's their couch time. They sit down and they don't talk to each other and they watch Netflix. So I love it. You guys <laughs> put away your distractions, you talk to each other and you share goals, which is awesome. So you have a five year goal to create a certain amount of cash flow and get out and tour the world? Or is there a certain area you're going to tour on your boat? I, I know you've told me, but I can't remember. I apologize. Well, initially, it's going to be through the, you know, just through the United States. There's a Great Loop tour that goes, you know, all the way up the East Coast, around Canada, down through down the Mississippi, hit the Caribbean. So, so that's going to be our, our first trip probably a lot of time spent in the Caribbean and then also a lot of time spent in eventually I'd like to I'd like to go big with this and get our cash flow to a point where we can you know determine what kind of yacht we want any style we choose right and maybe hit the Mediterranean and and really go big with that I'll have a little office in the yacht where I can keep track of my investment properties just how much money's being deposited gets me all excited that's that's really cool man and and our good friend uh, Josh Barker is kind of doing that right now and uh, yeah. I mean, how Swayze did a similar thing, took his kids off for a year or did that twice, I believe. And uh, that's one of my big, big goals right now is to have enough cash flow in, in the next few years. And I won't be quite as far along as you are, but, but at least be able to take six months off or a year off and take the kids, you know, before they're 18, take them around the world and, and do some amazing traveling with them and spend some time with them. So I think that's a, an amazing goal you have with Capri and I'm excited for you. So I'm sure you have a number in mind that you need for cash flow. I'm sure you're saving, you make great money as a realtor, you provide a great service and and obviously you're extremely disciplined and and do a great job. But you know, is is your 5-year goal is that a pretty big stretch goal or do you think you're going to be able to hit it, you know, pretty comfortably? Well, good good question. The the immediate goal is to replace our our earned income, you know, get in that that position. Uh, I don't know. Everyone's got a name for it. Ring the bell or fu position, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to get in that position where we are not dependent on our our income. So that's going to be around say seventy thousand a month uh, ish that we can uh, pretty much travel any way we want on our boat domestically. But when we're going big, like a Mediterranean and a crude yacht, you know, that's like, you better have like 500,000 a month cash flow coming in for something like that. They're not, they're not cheap, and, right? Uh, so that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. 
Very cool. And I'd love to help you out if I can. I did want to update you and, and the other big prospectors. We've been working on skip tracing to find better numbers for those big property owners. You know, you and I would love to buy a property together in Florida or, or wherever. So we actually, we've been paying virtual assistance so that you, me, um, Brian Burnett, uh, Michael Young, we can all be cold calling these, these property owners and find a good deal. But it's been quite the, the effort to find the right services, the right people to, to get us those numbers. But I think once we get that done, we'll be one of, you know, one of a very few groups in the country that have actually spent the time and money to have a complete list of all the large property owners in the cities that we're targeting. So I'm excited for that and love to help you get to your goal if I can. Awesome. Thank you. Well, let's let's go back to where you grew up, how you grew up. If you thought you were going to be a you know a, a top salesman, I mean, I I grew up thinking I was going to be an Air Force fighter pilot. So take me back to Mike Darda in in high school, and what were your plans? I grew up in Chicago, and I am a product of a blue collar Midwestern family. So the, the the plus that came out of that was work ethic. My my family was always working, but they were working, you know hard you know they were working multiple businesses they were you know the thinking was very small and you know I looked at how hard my family worked even as a kid I didn't really know about all this stuff we know now but I, I as a kid I just realized you know what we're working really hard and we don't have a heck of a lot to show for it and I just knew somehow if I stayed in that environment that's what I would become and I knew that because my father followed in this, the footsteps of his father who followed in the footsteps of his father. And I heard those stories all growing up. And I thought, you know what? I can see my future if I stay here. And so as soon as I got out of high school, I, I took the money I saved. Uh, I, was a work, I was a hard worker because of that work ethic. I, I got a high school program you know, where you got out at noon and I worked an eight-hour job at, at, at the highest paying place in town lied about my age when I was 15 to, you know, to get that job. And nice. I worked there, saved the money. And then I, I moved to Florida and got bought a uh, business in Florida. And then, so that's what got me down here. You know, so here I am in a business. I realized it was an automotive related business and I hated it. I mean, it was just, I was chained to that business. So I sold that within a year on payments and that's what gave me the the cash flow to get started in real estate. Awesome. Awesome. So hard work has always been kind of part of your core core systems and and it sounds like you wanted more. You wanted to be able to work hard and, and reap larger rewards than just trading time for dollars. That's awesome, man. I mean, I feel like there's a very common common theme between you, Ed, Mike, you know, a lot of these superstar agents, they they wanted to work hard, but they really wanted to reward themselves and their family more than just getting those hourly wages or a nice, comfortable salary. So tell me about the risk in real estate. I mean, do you feel like being in a commission-only business is high risk, or do you feel like you have more control because you have the work ethic? And, and I don't know, just tell me about that. Well, what attracted me to the industry is that I did have that work ethic. I knew I can work hard. So I was looking for a way that was not expensive to get into. And at the same time, I would be rewarded handsomely for the effort. So I, I knew that hard work would pay off. 
And so that that's what first got me into real estate. But then, you know, as we do that for a while and live a great lifestyle, you know, I started realizing that it, it also is very much a hamster wheel. So I am a deal junkie, as they say, and I like chasing those those commission checks. It's still great to see my name on the board when I have a, a listing or a sale. But now that I'm in my 50s, I'm thinking, all right, this is something I want to have the option of doing, not have to do. So, so you've been doing it for 32 years, you said? Yep, 32 years. Awesome. So, so, so it sounds like you're at the point where you can keep selling real estate. You're very, very good at it. You're selling hundreds of homes per year, but you would really like the opportunity to walk away. And I think that's one of the number one things I talk to my investors about. And, you know, as, as Mike Ferry agents, we all talk to each other about, you know, we can do this, you know, and you can do this in your sleep. You, you prospect hard four hours a day, minimum four days a week but the opportunity or the ability to walk away and, and spend months and months away with your wife, you know, doing the tour, which sounds awesome, by the way, just the ability to walk away. I think it, the freedom is, is what a lot of agents are now wanting. And, and so that's why I wanted to bring you on and, and we're going to have Hal on in a little bit. We had Ed on and, and Mike, Mike Young, how do you think you're going to get there? Is it by buying duplexes and fourplexes? Tell me a little bit about your investment strategy. There's no wrong answer, but are you guys putting money in the stock market as well? If you feel comfortable, tell me a little bit about your strategies to get you to the ability to uh, walk away from your day-to-day -day business. Well, I originally started investing in real estate back right probably about three years before the, the market adjustment in uh, 08. We actually had, I think, 13 single family homes at that time. And it was a lot easier to, at that time, we, we just started by using our a home equity line of credit, right? And then we would buy a property, fix it up, refi, get the money back, replenish the equity line. And that's how we quickly built 13, I think, within a matter of just a couple of years. And I actually hated it. I did not like managing 13 single family homes. Yep. Uh, I, I, I just didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so I, our market actually started, I, the handwriting was on the wall that things were changing in 06. Uh, okay. So I saw the market potentially sliding down quickly and we divested ourselves of all 13 homes uh, before the market crashed, which was great. We put a lot of cash in the bank. And, nice. and, and those properties, you know, went down the, the tank and value after we sold them. So, so that was our experience at that time. So that it turned out to be a good thing in the end. And then starting probably 2010, we started buying short sales and okay. many times we just, at that early in the game, it was not a problem, I guess it became later, but we would just buy houses. Uh, for people that were desperate to do a short sale and we would just keep them in there as tenants, you know, the, the owners oh, nice. and which was great for us. They were happy. They got out of that big mortgage. Uh, we got the house very inexpensively. We had an automatic tenant built in and we didn't have to fix up the property because they were already happy with the way it was. So right, right. it was a great Love deal. We, we ended up, I'm trying to think how many homes we put at, at maybe Maybe about seven, eight homes we added pretty quickly that way. Homes that we bought for like forty thousand to sixty thousand that are now worth around two hundred. 
Wow. Uh, so that those those properties all have a ton of equity and are good cash flowers. But we also started to realize that you know those that was not the way we wanted to build our portfolio one door at a time. Uh, mm-hmm. So then we bought a six unit on a golf access canal. And these are not properties we were hunting for, Sam. They were just deals that were coming across my desk by accident, right? And so we bought this sixplex. And then uh, we bought a nine-unit building. No, we eight-unit building. We're making it to a nine. And so that's that's kind of the, the product mix we're looking for now is those. Either a fourplex on the water is something we'd like we're looking for there's some of those in our market and we're looking for apartment buildings on the water because there's a value add there we find that now we can put boat docks on these properties and rent the boat docks out Uh, so you can actually get like a a four unit building on the water and turn it into almost eight units because you can put four boat docks there and they're very inexpensive and cash flow nicely awesome i love it so so I, I love that that the way you just uh, told that story because most people or most big investors I feel like have a very similar progression to you. They buy single family homes. They kind of realize that they're a, a pain in the butt. They're a lot to manage. They're harder to manage than multifamily, and they quickly divest out of those into duplexes and fourplexes, and and in your case, an eightplex and and more. And so it's just interesting to me that that so many people have the same progression. And my goal for my podcast, it's the name is Recession Proof, is to help people like you and other people that who are have these big exciting goals to invest to kind of skip some of that and and get to the best asset class in my opinion, which is large large multifamily. And so when I talk to you know my buddy Tim who has uh, three thousand units or Jed, who has, I think, 1.6 billion in, in multifamily now, the story is always the same. They started with single family. They went to duplexes and fourplexes. They realized they needed more scalability. They needed more uh, economies of scale. They moved to 20 plexes, then 50 plexes. Then they said, you know what? It's the same amount of work, just bigger numbers. Let's go to 200 unit complexes. And and now they're buying thousand door portfolios and so anyways, I, I hope that we can find a big property to, to buy together. I know we're working on one in Bradenton. That one's not completely dead, by the way. Lenders are just being crazy right now. So we're working on reviving that one. But in, in my humble opinion, big multifamily is absolutely the way to go. You guys are doing an awesome, awesome thing by looking for those value-add opportunities. Because at the end of the day, that, that's the most recession-proof asset. You can buy it at a great deal. And add some value, increase your cash flow, and, and I think you and Capri are absolutely on the right track. I know you've got limited time here, so I'm I'm excited for your investment goals. I want to hear more about them, but let's finish with how do people get in contact with you? You're an amazing real estate agent just south of Tampa in the Cape Coral area. I want people to send you referrals and um, our listeners to, to to contact you. So how do people get in contact with you and, and what kind of properties do you typically deal with? Yeah, thanks for that. We are in the Cape Coral, Fort Myers market. So anything there would be our backyard. And the best way to contact us, uh, the my email address uh, direct to me is mike.darda, that's spelled D-A-R-D-A, at compass.com. So mike.darda at compass.com or call me 239 239- 
542-2822. Awesome. I'll put that in the show notes as well. I, I really appreciate you being on, Mike. I'm excited for your goals, like I said, and, and I'm impressed you gained market share during this this pandemic of coronavirus. So keep it up and let me know if I can help you with any of your multifamily goals or even if it's just, you know, throwing a deal my way and, and having me help you analyze it. I'm happy, happy to do that as well. Yeah, appreciate you, Sam. Uh, so yeah, keep up doing what you're doing. You're inspiring us all. 